It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app. Hope that you're having a great Wednesday. Yes, it is Wednesday here on the Team 980. Uh, Anthony Haney alongside for one more day before before he's out on a trip. Yes, this today is my Friday. I will be gone for the, the next two days. Or the next... Three days, because Monday we're off too. That's true. Yeah, Monday we're off. Uh, not only is it MLK Day, so we'd be off for the holiday, uh, of course, honoring uh, Martin Luther King, but uh, we also have Wizards basketball during that time slot. The Wizards playing their traditional afternoon game, so there's no room for our show anyway. Um, so we'll be back on Tuesday, and maybe we'll have someone in the front office for the Washington Commanders. I tend oh to think gosh, that. Oh my gosh, Greg! That could that could be the case. I think it could happen by the end of the week, bro. Speaking into existence, then, Craig. I think it could happen by the end of the week. There it is. It's going to happen then. Uh, so that's that's something we'll obviously be monitoring here on the show. Uh, but we're also taking a look at the head coaching carousel, and as it turns, uh, asking a question: Is Washington still the top job on the market? Because the market suddenly, Anthony, looks very different than we thought it would going it was going to look like. Atlanta available. Chicago, not. And then today, bombshell out of nowhere, uh, an hour and a half ago or so, Seattle moving on from Pete Carroll. He'll move into an advisor role. Carroll is in his 70s, which sometimes people forget uh, because he's so energetic and he's out there running around. And, you know, it wasn't that long ago that he took his shirt off in DK Metcalf's draft interview. That's a real thing that happened. Um, DK showed up shirtless, so Pete was like, hey, I'll match your energy. Um, but Pete's, you know, he's in his seventies and, uh, the Seahawks, I think we're at a point, uh, clearly as an organization where they, uh, they were ready to go in a different direction. I don't know. That's the smartest thing they've ever done, but sometimes that's kind of stuff happens. And they've also got a weird ownership situation because we know that Paul Allen's trust is currently like watching over that team. Jody Allen, uh, I believe his widowed wife is the one who is, is actually in charge, but, um, I think that they'll sell. Like, they're the next team that will sell, which is a lot, why a lot of people think Bezos pulled out here is because he'll just buy the Seahawks, and um, it'll probably cost him less than what it was going to cost him here. Um, and that's really his hometown team, even though he has strong D.C. ties, Washington Post, uh, Amazon opening up here, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I, I'm, we're going to do this tomorrow on Take Command. I'm going to do this with Logan in, like, a full rubric. We're going to do the math. Uh, version of this, Anthony, where we're going to rate every situation one through five in like five different categories. But just kind of more broadly, if I say these names, let's 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 hit the highlights, right? Washington, three top 40 picks, uh, somewhere between 75 and $90 million, let's call it, in cap space. Uh, you write down on the rundown, 86. Where did you get that number from? Uh, I checked that from... I, it was track two- maybe? Yeah, I think it was on Spotrack. Okay, over the cap, I think, has it at 78. Oh. Um, So, like, but the thing is, like, some of those sites are anticipating certain cuts or whatever. So, like, it's possible the commanders, if they really get aggressive, could have, like, 100 million in cap space. So, they've got more cap space than anybody. They've got more resources than anybody else. Um, Titans, 77 million in cap space. They have the number seven pick. Uh, you're probably looking at Derrick Henry leaving, uh, a couple big names on defense still around, young quarterback in Levis. Um, Washington blank slated quarterback. Atlanta, terrible division, 
Uh, they are definitively, it seems, a quarterback away. They have the number eight pick in a draft where there are some quarterbacks, and they have $38 million in cap space. Um, I would say the problems there are your roster's built. Well, actually, I don't even know because like your roster's kind of built a very specific way. Your offensive line is built in a very, very specific way. Um, your offensive line is built to run outside zone and a lot of zone read and things like that. Um, can they hold up in pass protection? We'll see, but they got a bunch of really good players. Uh, then you got the Panthers. Uh, you have a terrible owner. You have a young team. They have about two and a half good players. Like Derek Brown's awesome. Brian Burns is a free agent. Is Brown a free agent? Nah, Brown isn't. I know Burns is set to be. Yeah, though, Burns so. is set to be a free agent. Um, you do have your young quarterback in Bryce Young, which could be a positive or a negative, thinking on what, what you thought of him. I would certainly look at Young as almost like, what did I think of him coming out? Um, maybe I, I take in some consideration this year what he did, but the, the year was so tumultuous. I'm not going to read too much into it. Um, Raiders, they have $55 million in cap space. Number 13 pick. They have a huge question at uh, quarterback. Josh Jacobs uh, and Devontae Adams, two stars with with contracts that you can move slash you got to figure out. Um, and by the way, the team really wants the Antonio Pierce. So if you don't come in and bring the right energy, they're going to be pissed. Uh, Chargers, two first rounders, but they are salary cap hell and their owner's not very good. And the... Uh oh, but you do have the young quarterback. So you've got you've got uh Justin Herbert. And then Seattle, you're in kind of a weak older and he's not that good, but he's not bad. So you're not dead at quarterback. You've got great receivers. You have uh really good defensive backfield and a bunch of other studs on defense. Um your O line's been a kind of a mess for a long time. Uh, and you're having to be the guy who follows the guy. You're following a Super Bowl champion. Um, they have a middle of the first round pick, um, and then I don't actually don't know their cap situation, but they also have no second round pick. So Seattle to me is like an interesting job. Your own, and by the way, your ownership situation is in extreme flux because the team's likely to be sold within the next couple of years. So I don't think that's a phenomenal situation but it's also not a bad one also Seattle has told their other coaches you're free to look for other jobs but if you want to you can just say say like hey Shane Waldron we're going to keep you and Waldron might get a look at head coach there obviously their number one candidate seems to be Dan Quinn who was the DC when they won the Super Bowl with Pete all the way back in 2013 I think it was 2014 whatever it was that they won that Super Bowl with the Legion of Boom. So, those are the openings. Which ones would you put above Washington? 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. We'll rank them next here on The Hoffman Show.